Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Love Fruit Podcast. Today, we have a really special guest, a complete legend in the world of veganism <laughs> and um, someone who's made a, a, a massive difference uh, to, I, I'm sure has made a big difference to the fact that plant-based diet, vegan diet is becoming more and more um, well-known these days. Uh, that is uh, Freely, sometimes known as Freely Banana yeah. Girl. And Freely is an Australian YouTube personality, vegan activist, speaker, author, um, creator of a number of YouTube channels. One has over 780,000 subscribers, over 330 million views, although I think in total it's probably closer now to 360 or 370 million uh, views. She was actually raised on a farm in Queensland and was brought up around organic fruits and vegetables, also ate animal products. I believe that she's experimented with a lot of diets in her life, paleo diet, high protein, Atkins, different things like that. Uh, has experienced eating disorders and, and that kind of thing and has been able to overcome all that with raw vegan diet and uh, the Russell Four diet, which she was basically, she, she's the founder of the Russell Four diet and, and that, all that kind of movement. Um, and yeah, um, controversial at times, but uh, someone that never that never fails to speak her mind about any topic and uh, has been a big inspiration to probably millions and millions of people around, around the world. So Freely, thank you very much for giving us some time today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> Thanks for that intro. Yeah, and, and uh, do you have anything else you'd like to say? Is there anything else you'd like to add on there about yourself? Just for an introduction. Um, yeah, not really. Like, I'm just, I'm here to spread the fruit love, really, to the world. And are you in Australia right now? I'm in Australia, North Queensland. Yeah, and I'm, just to say to everyone, you, you're not on screen because I think your connection is not so great where you are. So uh, sometimes people ask, why are people not on screen? But sometimes there's reasons for it. Um, so mm, just, yeah, just, it isn't because I'm in the jungle and it can be a little bit up and down. Yeah, I, I really want to find out more about the, the way that you're living now and, and that kind of um, lifestyle. I just want to ask quickly about Australia. You know, the perception around the world right now is the Australia's like going through a lot of um, uh, kind of harsh stuff? <laughs> crazy, are you? Yeah. Is that affecting you at all? Or are you just kind of oblivious to it or um, all the rules? Well, a couple of years ago, I mean, probably, yeah, five or so years ago, my partner and I were like, we could see that things were just, you know, not looking good for the future as far as, you know, mainstream society goes. So, yeah, we, we, Took an effort. We made efforts to move off grid and into the jungle here, and so we got away from a lot of that. You know, so we're like, you know, three hours away from any kind of mainstream city. So we we just we're not a part of it. But I do have relatives who are in the middle of it, and it's just yeah, it's terrible. You know, with all this these mask mandates and um, yeah, just a whole lot of corruption. Basically, it's not really affecting me in North Queensland at all, mm -hmm. but in yeah Victoria and Gold Coast and, and places like that, it's pretty bad. Yeah, that's that, that's a shame, yeah. and uh, it, it, it seems hopefully mm. they'll pass. But um, 
yeah, to talk more about about you, which I'm sure everyone wants to hear more about, is um, obviously you're a, you're a well-known vegan advocate and activist. What was your upbringing like? Were you brought up on uh, a conventional style of diet? Was there anything kind of alternative about your upbringing? Yeah, like um, in comparison to the kids who I went to school with, it was definitely a lot healthier. You know, we had passion fruits at home, um, watermelon, uh, sometimes figs, lychee. Uh, you know, we grew these these fruits. So that was definitely a plus. Plus, that was definitely better than most children I went to school with who had just, you know, hot dogs for lunch yeah. and cans of Coke. And it was really shocking. Um, but we still ate animal bits and pieces, secretions. Um, we had cows, you know, we're milking cows and we killed chickens, you know. So it was, you know, maybe less processed than the standard upbringing in that area, you know, yeah. which was very crappy processed diet most children were brought up on. Um, yeah, but still contained all the, the saturated animal fat, the protein and all the stuff that is making people ill. So sure. it was a little bit better when the fruit, yeah, we, we did have uh, fruit trees. So that was, that was a little bit better. <laughs> and was that like, was that like an actual farm? Did you sell the fruit or was it, was it just like you had some, some trees on your property kind of thing? Oh, we just had some trees on the property. And we had horses and we used to ride the horses, you know, past like heaps of mango trees and would stop and eat the mangoes from the trees on the horses, which was always like a highlight, like a memory that is very strong for me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, those sweet, amazing mangoes, because I was, you know, I was basically, I would say underfed, <laughs> you know, I like, especially with fruit, just about right. everybody was growing up. Yeah. Um, but just in general, you know, I, I felt quite hungry a lot of my upbringing which is a little bit sad um but uh yeah the fruit the fruit definitely was I was restricted from eating you know as much fruit as I wanted my mum definitely tried you know she she um like if we if we went to like a a birthday or something you know there's another kid having a birthday she would cut up a, a melon she would cut half a melon and she would put like melon balls you know, in the melon and make it look really beautiful. And she'd take that to the party. Whereas all the other kids' mums were taking, you know, like homemade sausage rolls and cakes and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, and the kids love the fruit. You know, they love the melon. They're like, well, you know, and because that's, uh, you know, the natural instinct coming through. Sure. And it tasted amazing. You know, it was hydrated, sweet, juicy, just instead of this dry. Yep. Ugh, disgusting stuff you know so that was that was great yeah I mean I I, I see that with children like they're, they're so magnetically drawn to fruit and they eat it so easily and it seems that somehow as adults people learn this thing to like restrict that and hold back on that and I, I really hate mm, seeing that with children yeah. when I see the parents holding them back from the fruit it's like really depressing to me <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, it is so sad and I, I was restricting you know when I got older too and then I just binge out you know I binge sure. out on all sorts of processed you know carbohydrate rich processed drunk junk food and I, I just didn't make the connection you know until I was yeah. about 27 <laughs> right right so a lot of people like um 
I guess they head towards veganism maybe kind of slowly. Was it a step-by-step process for you or did something happen with your health or something? Like what, what was the, the journey like for you towards waking up to like a, a vegan diet? Um, I was, uh, I was definitely having serious digestive issues. And I think, I mean, at first they were kind of, you know, not as serious, but then I had antibiotics, you know, a few courses of antibiotics and that just totally decimated my, my gut microbiome and my microbiome throughout my body. And, um, yeah, after that, I, I was just, my digestion was shocking. It was bloated all the time diarrhea um, so much gas so much gas and actually my my partner at the time my first boyfriend um he lost his smell in a uh, in a um skateboarding accident so he couldn't smell and I was literally just farting all the time (laughs) when I was around him and um and it just stunk you know I'm just going to be perfectly honest here it stunk shockingly and I remember his mum actually came around to his unit <laughs> and she she was Croatian and she had a heavy accent and she's like Steve what is this disgusting smell in the unit <laughs> and um uh, I was like he was like I don't know mum you know I can't smell you know oh. and I was just I was there as well and I was completely embarrassed and oh it was just it was really really bad yeah. So I, I was looking for a solution. You know, I didn't want to be like stinking out my partner, my friends and, you know, having that kind of presence around people. But I had this constant gas, just constant and, and uh, intense pain. And um, yeah, so I went to the doctor as, as you, know, you do when you don't, <clears throat> you don't have any knowledge on, you know, optimal nutrition and just changing your diet. Yeah and um, took a, a round of these, basically the radioactive um, antibiotics. Wow. And that was very intense. Yeah, I was taking that for maybe about 10 days. Like it was, it was a really heavy course. And um, after that though, it was even worse. And I was like, I'm getting to the point where I, I just, I don't know, you know, I don't know what's gonna happen next. So then I saw this gastroenterologist he was meant to be the best, the best in Australia. And I was living in Sydney at the time. And that's like the wealthiest area. And that's where, you know, all the best health sure. professionals are. And, um, you know, he just wanted to give me more drugs. And I'm like, oh, this is just ridiculous. You know, I, I don't want any more drugs, you know. And so I, you know, I had educated myself before that previously. I, there is more to it. You know, previously I, um, you know, I was into yoga and my yoga teacher, she was into juicing and she got me onto juicing, but then I didn't eat enough. You know, mm. I tried to do raw vegan and I got like a, I got a recipe book with my juicer and it was a living foods recipe book, but it had actually raw meat in it. <laughs> and I was like, what the heck is this? You know, even as like a meat eater myself at the time, I was like, this is ridiculous. Um, but I tried to do raw vegan at that point. You know, I, I tried, yeah. I was like, I was starting to feel better, you know, because I was juicing and uh, I was removing, you know, a lot of the foods that were causing me issues, but then I didn't eat enough. And so I just ended up binging out all the time and um, kind of quit that. But then it came back again when I had this gastroenterologist um, interview, because I remember I'm like, Hey, I'm starting to feel really good eating that way and juicing and stuff. So then I went back into it and 
yeah, like weight loss was also a motivator as well. My weight was up and down. So I didn't go vegan. So I'd say I was plant-based at first because Mm. it was nothing to do with the animals. And that's what veganism is about. It's about the animals. So it was just for selfish motivation at that point, which is fine. You know, we do things for selfish reasons. And the beauty of veganism is um, a fruit-based veganism. You know, there's definitely different uh, ways you can eat under the vegan umbrella. Um, But the beauty of it is, you know, you can save animals, you can save the environment, save your health as well. So that is really awesome. And that's basically how I came to it. Yeah, I just see it as like the absolute best thing for improving the planet. Like everyone has all these complaints about the world and how it's run and the planet and the use of resources and whatever, and the lack of health and whatever. And this is the this is one solution that actually works. Like this kind of yeah, just everything. Yeah, instead of just it just it works. <clears throat> yeah, it works for everyone. It works for every every um you know. Uh, part of it is so like for the animals for the environment for your health it's like it's just win 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 what what does doug say winfinity you know sure sure and what was uh what was your diet like prior to like making those changes when you were when you were suffering what what, what did your diet look like at that point uh the diet was okay at that point with my first partner so I was kind of oscillating between uh, eating hardly anything, eating like around 800 calories a day. Seriously, like it was it was really bad. And I was also having I was also having drugs, um, uh, speed, cocaine, ecstasy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I I really, you know, that obviously wouldn't have helped my digestive system. Right, right. but others who were also doing the same were not having the same issue. Uh-huh. And, you know, I attribute some of that to maybe I had a cleaner upbringing, you know, I had um, more fruit than the average sure. child. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, my system was just like, you know, when I, when I moved to the city, you know, I started, I, I worked at McDonald's for a year, like full time was employee of the month, believe it or not. <laughs> this is when I was you know, 16. Wow. And um, yeah, and I was eating it. I was eating it several times a day and almost every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At that point, that was before my, I met my partner, but um, I just kind of went crazy into junk food. You know, I think because it was so stimulating and although I had had junk food before, um, you know, I was kind of free to do what I wanted to do, you know, and just buy whatever I wanted to buy. It wasn't, you know, under the, control of my parents anymore at home well my mom but you know she was like yeah yeah whatever (laughs) but my dad you know we're like we kind of yeah I didn't have that control anymore so I yeah I just Mm -hmm. that's how I thought that's how I thought that I you know everyone else was eating like that so I'll just eat like that too sure so I was eating definitely just very processed although I was very like um wary about my weight I was always weight focused I was like you know I don't want to get fat because my dad growing up was very much um look at that fat person over there you don't want to look like that fat person yeah you know he was what you would call the classic fat shamer (laughs) um and um 
so I had that instilled pretty early and obviously it is healthy to be lean you know it's healthy to keep your body um lean that's how the human frugivore is designed to be and that is instilled in all of us you know that focus so people are you know when they get overweight generally you know they want to lose it so the you know diets are rife throughout society everyone's on a diet um so I was definitely you know focused on my weight so I would restrict the amount of calories and generally restrict the amount of fat but then I'd go between you know, not having enough food and then just binging out and, and also having anorexia for a period of time and eating 800 calories or less, you know, not eating at all some days. So I've been through a lot of periods of just eating disorders, you know, like and being, being so controlled by food. And now having this food freedom on the frugivore diet is just so yeah. freaking amazing. You know, it's just it's life-changing, you know? Yeah. I mean, something that I remember when I first started to come across your information and it really hit home to me that something that you were, you were really strong about and you always have been is people is people eating enough food and that part of the problems people yeah. have is they're not getting enough. They're not eating enough carbohydrate and they're not getting enough of the right foods really. Um, and mm. there's, such a culture of people trying to under eat not just within veganism raw veganism and things like that but in the health scene in general i suppose like um restriction under eating the eating disorders is have you always is it because of these those experiences and then what you've seen with a lot of the people i suppose that have come to you for help um is that what's made you so strong about that message of of eating enough eating abundantly and that kind of thing yeah yeah for sure i mean like it's just because it doesn't work when you under eat when you don't get enough glucose and fructose to your brain it it just you know that's why people are restricting uh because they're eating the wrong foods you know like they they have to restrict in order to stay a certain size you know they want to be you know, like they want to be lean and everything, but they yeah. can't eat those foods that they're eating. You know, so they have to restrict them. Um, so when it comes, and so when they come to the fruit-based uh, diet, a lot of individuals are still in that mindset of restriction. Yeah. You know, and so they're restricting like the most perfect food, you know, on the planet for humans, you know, fruit, when they don't have to. And I just think that's really sad and I want to get people out of that mindset and help them realize that, Hey, like you might go through a period of weight gain, like I did myself, you know, because, you know, if you've been restricting, like I had just starving yourself intermittently, then, you know, you're going to have a period of weight gain and, but long-term, you know, the weight's going to come off and you're going to be healthy. And I think I'm, you know, I'm a living example of that after 14 years fruit, fruit based. Yeah. Um, 14 and a half years and um, yeah yeah it's definitely played a part in me yeah yeah just just emphasizing the importance of eating enough because you know I'm also athletic and it's healthy you know to move the body not to be sedentary and a lot of people who are not eating enough they just don't have the energy to move you know and uh, just be you know active enough to be healthy maintain you know good health yeah 
And if we get back to your story, so you, you'd found out a little bit about juicing and living foods and things like that, and, and you made it clear it was mostly about health for you at that point. Um, yeah. When did you start to really put it together in terms of how to actually, you know, live on a, a, on a healthy fruit-based sort of a diet? Like, what were the stages of experimentation and so on that led you to the, the path you're on now? Um, I, at first was like, I saw this girl in a newspaper and it was like a, you know, healthy living newspaper, just like a little one. And she was like glowing and she was talking about living foods and I was really inspired by her. And she kind of helped, you know, push me towards certain forums. You know, I went on uh, David Wolf's forum. What was it called at the time? Sun food diet forum or something like that. And, um, there was a whole lot of people on there who had like very photoshopped photos, you know, they had like auras glowing. Um, right. uh, <laughs> it was like, you know, I was like, wow, you know, when you, when you go raw, when you go on living foods, you're just going to look like a beam of light, you know, sure. you're just going to be like an angel. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I was definitely inspired by that, but there was, there was um, an individual. I even remember his name, actually. I think he's, um, his handle was like Chase or something. And he was, he was trashing Doug Graham. He was really trashing Doug. <laughs> he was like, oh, like this guy is, you know, just too much sugar, too much fruit. You know, he basically just says eat fruit all day. You know, yeah. he's saying that kind of thing. And I was like, I was like, wow, that, that's exciting. You know, that appeals to me, you know, because I'd always loved fruit since I was young. And it kind of took me back to my childhood and I was like, wow like this is you know I could do that I could eat fruit all day and and that really and that really got my um interest you know I was really interested after that and um I pretty much fell into got into Doug Graham's work very early but prior to that I was working at a gym and um I was doing fasting you know just not eating at all Mm. and then I would like binge out um i had a real obsession with uh sushi rolls and i used to go to the um the what do you call it the sushi place and i would get them to make it without rice so i was going there and i was still eating fish so i'd have strips of fish with vegetables and no rice and i was eating that at the sushi place and i'm like i don't like this like this doesn't taste good you know i was missing the actual carbohydrate component you know the the vegetables had a bit, but you know what I mean? The rice had most of it and it had sugar in the rice and that sort of thing. So that was kind of the first, you know, I was transitioning. I was eating fruit during the day and then I was having this fish at night and I was having green juices. So I wasn't getting enough. But then when I found Doug's book and I got into 801010, um, that really changed everything. That just, I was like, wow, you know, I have, I have energy again, you know, starting to feel like this raw thing and I didn't really have energy, but I I knew it was the the path I wanted to take. Like I knew it was the answer. I don't think you've met a more passionate individual about raw at that point. I was so excited. Like I was just like, this is it. This makes so much sense, but I still didn't get how to do it. Yeah. So, so yeah, I went, got into 80, 10, 10, um, uh, there was a girl actually at one of the raw food meetups that I went to and she, my friend Nadia, who I'm still friends with, 
and she was having mango, she ate like, I don't know, six or more mangoes at, at this, um, picnic and I was just getting into all the like you know the really gourmet raw food Mm -hmm. uh, snacks yeah and I'm like and I and I questioned her I'm like wow you're eating so much fruit you know this like you're eating all these mangoes this is crazy and she was glowing and everything and then she yeah she also talked about Doug so I got the book and started following his plan and it was just amazing that's pretty much it (laughs) fantastic um did you meet, I know Doug did some talks in Australia at some point, but did you happen to go to them or, or meet him then? Yeah, yeah, we, we were part of, um, we organised him coming out, basically. All right, okay. Uh, my, my, friend, my friend and I at the time, um, Francis, yeah, we organised these talks and um, Matt Monarch, actually, he stayed with us as well, Matt Monarch. Um, stay with me and also Angela Stokes wow. and Sergey Botenko. They stayed in my unit. Um, but yeah, yeah, at the time, yeah, Doug, we organized these talks and drove him around and stuff and did some interviews back then. That was that was great to have him around that was, yeah. and to meet him. Yeah. yeah I've, seen, I've seen one of those interviews. Uh, I remember you asked him about B12 and he had, he had is it, and yeah, he had a big answer to that. I remember that. I was always wondering where that came from, that interview. Um, yeah. And that was. Yeah, I don't know if you've got a lot of time <laughs> left, really. I don't want to take up too much of your time. I, I can go for another 10 minutes. Okay, okay, cool. Um, yeah. So I guess the, the next part of this is you becoming um, active on uh, social media and on forums how did that all happen how did the website come about 30 bananas a day and, and things like that how and, and youtube how did you start doing all that and, and and why so youtube i started in 2007 because i decided um i don't know at the time i was just passionate about raw and like healing i, I was feeling so good i was like damn you know i need to tell the world about it so i started it in 2007 but i didn't start uploading until 2008 when I was traveling across Australia on my bicycle and I was raising awareness at that time for veganism and I was all living foods eating all living foods and um, you know just showing other individuals that hey you know you can do big athletic feats and all you have to do is eat fruit Mm -hmm. fruits and greens nuts and seeds Um, so that's when I yeah that's when I started uploading to YouTube and uh, the website, so at the time I was on, well, actually Harley and myself were on Raw Pleasure. It was a old website that um, one of my friends had created it was called Raw Pleasure. And um, as usual, he was like stirring things up, stirring things up on there and, um, you know, offending a lot of people. But, you know, he was speaking the truth a lot. He was speaking the truth, but he was probably just doing it in a way that was too much. For some sure. people um and he got banned from there and um <laughs> so we were together at this point and i'm like i'm gonna start a new website you know i'm gonna start i, I researched um ning the ning forums mm-hmm. and um you know i started a new website and i i thought about names for like just it took me like a week or something to decide on names 
you know, I was thinking, you know, friends of fruit and fruit addicts and, and then I'm like, well, 30 bananas a day is kind of like controversial and it represents, you know, around 3000 calories, you know, which was important, you know, for us to, you know, make sure people are eating enough. So yeah, I thought that was a good one. Um, and, um, so that started the website, um, and yeah, people just started to flock to it because sure. we both had passion. We both had a lot of passion for it, you know, and yeah. we we're really active on there. Um, I'd left my personal training job. And so I was kind of just, you know, working on there full time and, um, just the passion spreads, you know, like when you have a real passion for something and people start to jump on the living foods lifestyle and they start to experience, you know, benefits as well. You know, they tell their friends, they, they want to meet others who are into it. And it was just really beautiful, you know, like it would just, it was a really amazing time in my life personally, because seeing so many people on the forum, just connecting and like having such a great time and experiencing so much healing. That was just, that was everything for me at the time. So that's how I, yeah, that's how I started the forum and, and YouTube. I was making videos uh, about the lifestyle. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That website was super influential. And I think that there was so many people on that now that are still doing this kind of lifestyle and have went on to spread it to even more people and, and do more things. And yeah, I think yeah. that a lot of things came out of that. I know Michael Arnstein was talking about how Woodstock, the Woodstock Festival basically came about from him searching for people in New York on that forum and trying, and he found Yulia and then they, they created the festival. And uh, you guys were mm. part of that. You were a big part of that festival. And really without your forum, I don't think it would have, it probably wouldn't have happened really. And um, so you, you were a huge part of that. Do you, do you remember all that happening as well? Was that exciting? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember that as well. Like a, a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of amazing things like, uh, yeah, we're just started there and it was, it's incredible to be a part of that. And the Woodstock Fruit Festival is still going to this day and so amazing and like, yeah, for it to be like kind of birthed out of 30 bananas a day, that's pretty cool. That's very cool. And I remember the controversy at Woodstock Fruit Festival as well and being, you know, fired from there basically. And I, I totally agree, actually, you know, that they, they should have done that for sure because we were we were eating cooked and, um, well, of course, like, that doesn't go with the, the living foods message. And we were, you know, basically doing it online as well. So thinking back, you know, I definitely agree with that decision, which might be controversial. Yeah, I mean, it was probably handled the wrong way and everything, but uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they'd love to see you back someday if you're over there. Um, now, obviously, you've yeah. had wonderful success. You've had uh, great books that you put out there, uh, Go For It Yourself, Roswell Four Diet, hugely successful with all that. Now it seems you've transitioned towards, uh, you're still putting the message out a lot, but you're, you, you're living a more, off the grid lifestyle is that fair to say yeah yeah definitely off the grid um just getting away from the mainstream like setup you know just trying to detach ourselves you know from that and build our own you know beautiful reality out here that's what we're doing and it's it's tough it's tough sometimes like but that's just life you know that makes you stronger 
and we're really, you know, enjoying the lessons that we're, that we're getting out here and growing our own food is like, is amazing. You know, just picking it off the tree is just, Mm. that's what it's all about. Right. That's what it's all about. I love it. And um, every year, like we're getting, you know, more fruit production and um, uh, just, yeah, closer to our goal of being, you know, totally self-sustainable. Amazing. um, It's it's the best time in my life, really. It's just, I've got heaps of good times in my life for sure. But this is just, you know, I feel like I'm living the truth, you know, like, like as close as I can get to it at this point, I'm, you know, living just that, you know, the, the lifestyle that I, I, that I love and that I'm meant to be following, eating a diet that is, you know, treating my body with the utmost respect. So yeah, it's great. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Um, I mean, I think that's a, a lot of people when they start eating fruit, that's their dream really is like they start to think about finding a place like that, that they can grow fruit and live a more natural lifestyle and things like that. So it's wonderful. You yeah, because that. it's like expensive. It's expensive <laughs> to, you know, eat the lifestyle, eat that way, like in the city. But um, I mean, it's affordable. Don't, don't get me wrong. It's like, you know, people are spending money on, you know, makeup and movies and restaurants mm. and, you know, and designer clothing, whatever, you know, they cut all that out. And obviously it becomes realistic, you know, to eat fruit-based, it becomes cheap. <laughs> for sure. For sure. And, and, and I, I believe at one time you were kind of doing this, like, well, you were doing this lifestyle traveling around and stuff like that. So you weren't cycling around and, and uh, you were still managing to do it. So people can yeah, yeah. find a way. So um, it's amazing. It, like I really, I just, um, I want everyone to experience like the frugivore diet. The, I call it the frugivore diet because, you know, we are frugivores physiologically and we're mm-hmm. meant to be eating most of our calories from fruit. Um, you know, so I just want everyone to experience that. It's sure. just, it's just amazing. And this time I'm back and it's for good, awesome. you know, <laughs> never say never all that, but like, I really like, this is it for me. Like I I've been through, you know, raw to four, I still recommend to individuals out there because it's, um, some people just aren't going to be uh, all living foods. It's just not going to happen for them. So raw to four is definitely a good compromise. And also a good transition. So I'll always re- recommend that. But cooked food is inferior. You know, it's just we're lying to ourselves if we, we're, we're trying to say that cooked food is um, better than eating whole living fresh fruit. You know, it's, oh, just, wow. it's just not. So you stick to a more raw diet now? Oh, I'm all, I'm all living foods now. Oh, wow. For, yeah, yeah, since April last year. So oh, almost like a year and a half. That's amazing. Yeah. I talk about it on my frugivore diet channel, which I have this other channel. Yeah. Kind of this um, second channel that I have um, where I talk about it more and I critique diets and say, hey, you know, they're eating wartime food because basically people are just eating like they're in, in a bunker during the war. You know what I mean? Like flour, uh, you know, just a whole lot of processed junk food. Sure. That's just... Yeah should be should be kept um for the yeah for the war times rather than now when we can right. we all have, still have access to fresh fruit and vegetables I, so i personally felt with the Russell Ford diet that there was a lot of people that criticized it for example many people 
there's a few people that almost built their entire um, YouTube persona out of the fact that they did the Russell Ford diet and it didn't work for them. Oh, oh like Bonnie them. Rebecca. Yeah, and there's a, there's <laughs> yeah, yeah. a number of others. And uh, I always felt like I, so I would look into what they were doing and they were eating like unlimited carbs, but they were also adding other things in and they were like, they were having a pasta sauce that was clearly filled with oil and stuff like that and all this other stuff. And you're like, this is, mm. that's not the program. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> but there is definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, that. I saw that a lot myself. Yeah. Well, um, it's been really great to talk to you and reconnect and maybe we'll get a chance another time to speak a bit more, but to finish off today, could you maybe just give some, just give some advice, some inspiration to the audience, um, for people that want to embrace a lifestyle like you have and um, yeah, just finish off with, with some yeah, advice and maybe yeah. also let us know what are your kind of dreams for the future? Yeah. Oh, well just try it. Okay. Just try it for 30 days. Try the frugivore diet, raw to four fruit based. Like it's just, that's all I can really say. You have to try it for yourself. You have to experience it for yourself and um, feel that, energy lift and that vitality and then it becomes like so much easier to stay on the path you know because you're like you don't want second best you know you don't want to feel that that cooked food you know come come down you know that brings the vibe down so yeah just try for 30 days um go on the frugivore diet.com uh, i've actually 30 minutes a day is now called the frugivore diet.com there's not a lot happening there admittedly because you know instagram facebook they've just taken over the forums so it's yeah. it's difficult to you know unless i spend a lot of time on there pumping it up which i don't really have um yeah go in there and there's support on there you know you can do a search through you know thousands and thousands of discussions so that's a really good support system there and um you know if you want to do if you want to move off grid just like do it as soon as possible mm-hmm. do it as soon as possible because society is definitely uh yeah, obviously going in a direction that is not not great. Yeah, it's not great. It's it's dangerous. You know, it's dangerous for people for your freedom. And um, I definitely recommend that you you get off grid and maybe try like um, doing, you know, some like oh, I don't know, just looking after land. You know, being like a yeah. a keeper of the land for someone who owns the land. You know, going there and just. Um, you know, looking after it, looking after a fruit orchard, volunteering your services like that, you know, in, um, you know, like, and maybe not getting paid, but getting free accommodation and free food. Oh, it's not free, but you know. The kind of working style. <laughs> yeah. Doing a trade like mm-hmm. that, you know, that can be a good way to, you know, get a feel for it and um, maybe save some money, like, do an online business. Online business is great. That's a great way to, you know, live anywhere in the world yeah. and um, give, give you a little bit of an experience of the off-grid lifestyle. But yeah, just increase the amount of fruit and um, yeah, your life will change. That's for sure. And my dreams are to write the Frugivore Diet book. <laughs> that's I mean, like a big dream of mine. And Yeah. And I've got three books at the moment and, you know, my recent one, My Naked Lunchbox, um, you know, that took it out of me a bit because I spent months basically offline writing that one. And um, I've been trying to get myself, you know, into the frugivore diet 
but I, I think I have these high standards for it, like such high standards, like it's kind of uh, just disabling me a bit, you know, like it's stopping me from really, oh, I'm, I'm not sure, you know, like how much to, you know, what direction to take initially with it. So I'm, I, but that is the goal, you know, to write the frugivore diet and um, to be fully self-sustainable here, to continue spreading the message, the fruit-based message, you know, to the world. And obviously to see the world, like everybody taking on a fruit-based diet would be such an amazing, beautiful dream, you know, like it would just be, it would be incredible. That is like the ultimate dream that I have. And, um, and leaving animals alone, you know, like just, just leave, leaving them to live their life and us living our lives. And yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. That, that word frugivore, I mean, you're the, you're basically the first person that's really taken that on and made that like, you know the title of your book and everything and and your youtube channel and mm. your website now and that to me that is the the truth that needs to get out there is that human beings are frugivores and once that's sort of accepted that'll change a mm. lot you know so that's so that book will be so important i think i'm looking forward to that it is so important i, I really feel like it's so important too especially with these like carnivore diet people coming up sure. you know when i saw the carnivore diet i'm like damn we need the frugivore diet sure, sure, sure. <laughs> this is ridiculous so well, yeah thanks for the thanks for the encouragement oh yeah brilliant I'd, I'd love to see that come out well thank you freely for your time i'm really honored that you gave us some of your time today i know that you don't do a lot of interviews so that's um really special and for everyone listening thank you for having me yeah please check out obviously the frugivorediet.com freely's youtube channels freely the banana girl also the frug the frugivore diet channel is that what it's called yeah yeah the frugivore diet yeah and i'm actually starting another one <laughs> um it's an off-grid it's just going to be purely about off-grid um you know fruit growing and um that kind of homestead lifestyle because the way the youtube algorithm works now is that it basically wants you to only talk about one thing, you know, not to jump all around right. and or yeah. else it just, yeah, it doesn't do well for the channel. You know, like if you're trying to get views and you're like, oh, you know, if I started putting videos like a review of, you know, the latest iPhone or something right. like that, yeah. Yeah. you know, the algorithm will not send me any traffic like it used to, you know, like you kind of used to be yeah. able to get into the traffic <laughs> that way. Sure. But it now it just wants like you. Yeah, yeah. It wants your channel streamlined like that. So that's what that channel is going to be focused on. So that one's coming soon. And it's going to be called um, The Garden of Freedom. I've actually done the first video. Amazing. Well, that's, that's fantastic, really. And I'm, I'm so uh, glad to hear about how great you, the, the fact that you're saying you're in the best moment of your life. That's fantastic. And really looking forward yeah. to what you're doing next. And for everyone listening and watching. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, Everyone listening, watching, please share with other people. And if you think this is relevant to others, then share the video with them. And um, check out Freely and everything she's doing. I'm sure you already know who she is. And um, if you want to follow us and the Fruit Festival and the stuff we're doing in the in the UK, you can go to fruitfest.co.uk and join us there. And we've, we'll have news coming up about next year's festival and some upcoming events. And we do have an event in London coming up at the end of October in two weeks' time. 
um, a fruit conference, love fruit conference, and we're going to be talking about how a fruit diet can change the world with a lot of interesting different speakers, including Doug Graham and uh, Rosalind Graham and others. So uh, looking forward to that. Fruitfest.co.uk for more information, all, all that. Thank you so much, Freely. And thank you for having me. <laughs> it's been awesome. Thank you. And we'll see you all in the next episode of the Love Fruit Podcast.